This is Nature Notes, our look at the natural world in West Texas, from the prairies of Llano Estacado to the borderlands of the Chihuahuan Desert. A West Texan on a beach vacation is in for at least a 500-mile drive, whether bound for the Gulf of Mexico or the Gulf of California. We're truly high and dry today. But in the deep past, our region was submerged by a shallow sea, the Western Interior Seaway. In Dinosaurs and Other Ancient Animals of Big Bend from UT Press, authors Cindy Sirwak Collins and Asher Elbine guide us into Big Bend National Park's singular fossil record. That includes a journey into the teeming waters of the West Texas oceans. For Marfa Public Radio and the Sibley Nature Center in Midland, this is Nature Notes. I'm Dallas Baxter. The shining walls of Santa Elena Canyon, the Sierra del Carmen's striated cliffs, these signature Big Bend landscapes possess an oceanic power. It's fitting. Their rocks formed in ocean waters beginning 135 million years ago. By 95 million years ago, the sea was receding. Crusty limestones, shales, and mudstones known as the Boqueas and Penn formations were created in this nearshore environment. They contain remarkable fossils, Elbine says. These sort of like shallow seas seem to be quite rich in terms of life. Quite a lot of very large predators, which suggests that there's an even larger prey base. Coral reefs sustain marine ecosystems today. Big Ben's ancient sea had its reefs, but their architects weren't corals, but clams. In oxygen-starved waters, these clams, genus Enoceramus, grew nearly seven feet long, Collins says. So these guys had to get bigger so that their gills and lungs would be bigger. They've been mistaken as dinosaur footprints. Amidst the clam reefs moved fish and crustaceans, sponges and sea urchins, and their predators. This, of course, was the age of reptiles, and reptilian dominion extended to the seas. Paleontologists in Big Bend find fossils of mosasaurs, which Elbine compares to giant swimming Komodo dragons. You get things like Tylosaurus, which are hitting 30, 40, sometimes 50 feet, really immense animals, but also smaller mosasaurs like Clydastes, maybe the size of a tiger shark or like a great white shark. Mosasaurs were our ocean's apex predators, but smaller creatures weren't spared the menace of sharks. Those sharks included the 30-foot-long Tychotus, which used its shell-crushing teeth to feed on clams and other mollusks, and Squalacorix, which dined on fish, birds, and small mosasaurs. Ammonite shells are among the world's most famous fossils, and Big Bend has yielded its share. The look of the creatures that lived within these graceful spiral shells isn't certain. But they were cephalopods, a class of mollusks that include squids and nautiluses. Some of these animals seem to be living in the water column. It's possible some of them are sort of like creeping around like, like sort of shelled octopuses on the floor of these clam reefs. There are fossils of diverse fish, but one stands out. Xyphactinus, the bulldog tarpon. Up to 20 feet long with a jutting jaw and four-inch fangs, it fed on turtles, squids, pterosaurs, and smaller members of its own species. Sometimes this fierce hunter literally bit off more than it could chew. My favorite fossil of that is it's 13 foot. It swallowed a six foot relative and they both died at the same time and were fossilized. By 80 million years ago, the sea was gone and what's now Big Bend was a floodplain, busy with dinosaurs. But the legacy of the West Texas ocean endures in stunning limestone landscapes and the stunning remains of vanished creatures. This episode was written by Andrew Stewart. I'm Dallas Baxter. Thanks for listening.